Hey, well, <laughs> welcome to the brand new episode of Russian River Yoga Podcast. Wow. <laughs> How are you guys? How's it going? How are you doing? Where are you? What's around you? What's in you? What's important? What can you put down right now? Why are you here? <laughs> are you what are you looking for? <sighs> I I just sat down in my green room to record this podcast that I feel like needed to be recorded long, long time ago. And I feel like every time I sit down to record the podcast that's what my mind starts getting into. It's like, I feel like every week I could record a podcast and then um, I'll wait and I'll wait. And then I feel like so much going on, even like in a matter of month, that there could be more multiple podcasts on that. But then when I actually start recording, it does fit an hour and I'm like, okay, I'll keep it to monthly. So um, it's nice to be here. Um, I just immediately arrived in a place of gratitude in this overwhelming feeling of gratitude to just sit here and be here and just take a moment and not only appreciate this moment now but also what's around me and what's in me and how my life is regardless right if we just zoom in and focus on us not the other people and not who's doing how and where but like us in the moment, life is probably not that bad, right? If you have a roof over your head, if you have water in front of you, and a plate of food every day, and maybe something that sparks up your day, I mean, you can't be complaining, right? But I feel like we we tend to focus on negatives a lot. And, you know, sometimes focusing on negative is our invitation to zoom in and find some positives too, right? So find that silver lining and appreciation or gratitude in the experience that is labeled quote-unquote negative. And um, also look from the place of curiosity rather than negativity rather than seeing it only as black and white we can be curious and be open to what's unfolding and finding that silver lining on on our path right so i'm really excited and i'm very interested in how this human experience of ours and of mine in particular is going to unfold and I'm super grateful, regardless, regardless. And I have been saying this phrase a lot today and yesterday. I think like it could be, it could be worse, right? It could be worse. So I hope we are not getting to worse, but I also know that it could be worse. So I'm grateful for that. <laughs> 
It's been a while, right? It's been a while. The last couple podcasts I recorded, one in Russian and one in English, um, as for the people in uh, kind of emergency situations, very high stress, loaded situations. Um, because, yeah, I mean, as we all know, we've been... There's been a conflict unfolding and I have been savoring to talk about it. Um, and I, I honestly, I didn't want to start the broadcast from it, but immediately when I sat down in front of my table with my candle, with my water, with my tea, with the beautiful sunset behind uh, the window... Um, I I immediately arrived in that space of gratitude and I immediately arrived in that space of okay this is this is safe for me now to to talk about this and what's going on and how it affects me in particular and my family and why you know and how it's still affected me of course and it's gonna affect me for a long time I, I know that and you know, sitting with that um, is, yeah, it's one of those challenges, you know, it's like, we all have our challenges, right, and then it seems like every day, every season, every year, every month, whatever week, we have a new one, right, so it seems like we've dealt with COVID for the last, what, two, two and a half years, we're still dealing with it, obviously, um, but honestly, I would take any pandemic in the world, than the the war, right? And I'm sure I'm not alone. So yeah, um, my my country is at war with my sister country, and it's overwhelmingly horrifying. Obviously, it, um, when that happened what, a month and a half ago, when the first uh, pre-conflict day, I remember it so well. It was actually a very nice day here. It was sunny, like, it started getting sunny, um, sunnier, more sunny. And I started the compost, and everything was just in the air. I was really excited. I had a concert to go to at the end of the month of my favorite Russian rock band in Seattle, and I was just super excited, I was planning on uh, that trip, the flight, the hotel, everything, what I'm going to do there, because I haven't actually gone there as, you know, to go to, like, markets, um, Pike's Marketplace, and see the entire, like, actual city and downtown, so I was very excited, and, you know, there's been rumors about the situation unfolding in that way, but Honestly, I feel like I can say it for everyone that nobody really thought that's going to unfold this way or even, you know, open up into that direction, but it did. And I remember that evening, I was like editing pictures uh, of my mom and, and I and the puppies and just like capturing this beautiful, amazing, like loving moments and the same time get into the news that there's the war has begun between you know 
my my country and my sister country. And the feeling of dissonance, the feeling of duality, it's it was overwhelming, you know, for everybody. For uh, I'm just gonna say for myself, it was overwhelmingly for me. Um, and I think if I just sit down with it, you know, and I I do sit with it here and there, and it's still pretty heavy. And I think it's gonna be heavy too. So and then that evening, I think it was like the morning in Russia and maybe the rest of the world. I'm not sure, but and I was just like sitting there in the evening, maybe around ten p.m. here, and I was just waiting. I was just waiting for the wave of like no kind of thing or for the wave of I'm against this or what is going on why is this happening you know like look at this you know and I I didn't see that at first and I was like are you kidding me why nobody cares like what is going on where's where's my people right where's where's everybody almost standing up against against it like where where are those people right and then i remember waking up next morning and yes the news were confirmed and on social like immediately open up social media and here they were you know they woke up and they saw that and they were they were defending their point of view their opinion and expressing all the grief and what it matters to them so i i think the closest experience i've had that is similar to or the closest relation that i've had that is to the war is when i was born in 1994 there was a chechen war um so basically the war between russia and the chechnya which is used to be the Soviet um, country. So, um, yeah, so basically, when I was born, I was there at that time, in, in, in that war zone. And, of course, my parents flee um, after they could, and, but my dad stayed with his family for almost... Yeah, he stayed there for a long... I, I want to say almost a year, but I'm not sure. I was... I was very young. I was an infant, so... But my mom, particularly, she has that experience. My dad has that experience of being in a war zone, basically with your sisters and brothers. Um, and, yeah, and, you know, everything unfolding without social media, without really any information and anyone really knowing about it and how it is so you know that was me kind of like being born in this and now being even though I'm not there not in Russia or Ukraine but it still touches me because 
I am Russian. So immediately, you know, I I am a unit. I'm a part of the some some sort of country or unit, right? But then or some community that is in at war with the people that we've thought that we are like almost the same community you know it's yes they have their own culture and they're sovereign and but it was it's been always so meshed growing up you know it was even like kind of almost silly to go when you travel to Ukraine and like go through the border because it's like it it's so meshed right so it didn't seem like we even need to go through the border because we are all, you know, we all share this one, right, unique experience in a way as a as two countries, but then one unit, if that makes sense. And we have like we share so many celebrities, and you know they're from Ukraine, and like they're loved by millions, and the movies have been filmed there, and it's like classic and. It's bizarre. It's a it's a bizarre experience to to see this unfolding in that way. And I I don't really want to get political about this, but um, I think I think I still want to honor that, and I also want to share how it affects me and my family and so so forth, and even my yoga practice been affected by that so basically you know after all this there was like maybe four very intense days of just grief and and kind of weeks after that it was just news walking the dog home news walking the dog home so I couldn't do anything else but that because I almost didn't want I I wanted to grasp all of the situation and what's happening on both sides and how both sides get affected and what are the opinions out there what is what is being shown what is being shared you know and uh yeah that was it I I didn't feel like going to the dance class would be suitable I didn't feel like Doing a yoga class would be suitable. I didn't feel like going to the concert at the end of the month would be suitable or right, right? And, um, yeah, so the concert got canceled, obviously, um, which I support, but at the same time, there was kind of like a part of me that was just, you know, that was that was my chance to kind of like throw my hands in the air and connect with my culture again and, um, I haven't seen that band since I left Russia, so like seven years, um, and I used to go to the concerts like yearly, um, so I was really excited by that trip, about that trip, so the concert got cancelled, and then, you know, just like many other shows in Europe by, you know, different performers, they got cancelled too, um, and then we could, we could, see this conflict you know affecting the world more and more and now you know it's I feel like we share 
we kind of can see um, that shared grief, that um, kind of like global grief, I guess, about this whole situation that is just heartbroken and it's you're just in the middle and you don't know what to do. It's like you're in the middle child and you just pick between your you have to pick between your father or your mother and of course you won't be able to because you love them both, right? So um so just reconnecting with my family because all of my families back in Russia besides my mom and just kind of checking in with them what's going on how's the you know how's the environment there what is happening um of course there is a huge financial economic instability right just like we can see here um everybody kind of get got affected by this situation um and yeah, it's it's been trippy to see what kind of effects it has, especially you know on people in Russia. Let's say the ones I truly believe there are so many. I almost want to say ninety nine percent of people there are just for peace, right? We all. It's not that we want to pick a side, it's that we don't want this happening at all, right? We we want peace, we want to, you know, be cordial. And now, and people want to travel and people want to buy certain things and people want to have education maybe somewhere else or go to the doctor somewhere else. Um, and now it seems like, again, we, we have this, like, iron curtain, or we're gonna have, and that's it, you know, <laughs> and the whole world is gonna judge us by, by this incident, that honestly, I feel like many people are not even a part of, or want to be a part of. So it sucks that it's shutting down again when it could thrive and more people could come and see the beauty and the culture and experience the hospitality and unique attitude and all that beautiful energy we, we can show and it's out there. But no, you know, we're going to see that and... I was really afraid to, I was almost waiting, you know, for for the judgment and um, racial profile and to start, basically. And so far, I mean, everybody has been pretty nice here <laughs> still and thankfully... Um, but yeah, I'm not sure because I feel like it's very, this conflict is very personal or it can be used in a very personal kind of matters and 
I've never seen such sanctions being put on people of other nations and other wars and I've never seen it to be that personal and I feel like it's almost an excuse for for others to do that like oh finally we can you know we can get them and it sucks because like just like in you know in in the country that's been fought it's you know those um, civilian people the people who want better who deserve better are gonna suffer and it's not gonna change it's not gonna change anything really it's just gonna make it worse and violence violence feeds violence and why are we picking and choosing that direction and there's so many more things but I think that one is particularly sad is that regardless civilian people people that do not want this conflict doesn't matter on which side they are it's um they're gonna suffer anyway so dealing with personally dealing with uh, the aftermath of this conflict and how other countries are trying to uh, affect it so obviously dealing with that with those (laughs) those things right now i'm gonna deal with them for a while um if i feel like last whole months it was a lot of fear it was a lot of um, yeah, just fear, fear of being judged, fear of being criticized, fear of being th- f- like thought of something that I'm not or yeah, maybe like taking some privileges from me because I am a part of this, which, you know, I'm not even a part of it. Um, in like how it's going to affect my family, whether I'm not, I'm going to see my family ever again. Um, you know that was that's been yeah that's that was the fear but then um, I had this seminar that I signed up in like February no January yeah January it was like a four day seminar um, in March so it was from March 17th through 20th and it was four days uh, of 12 hour sessions so 12 hour days of this seminar and of course you know in the middle of all this and I'm just like I'm not even going to dance like how can I or I'm not going to concert I'm not doing like my yoga classes I I wanted to start teaching but I'm like now I don't have this mental space I don't have I don't feel like it's suitable I don't feel like it's respect respectful to do this concert or go to dance class or to teach yoga class. Like, no, <laughs> this is not. It's not. You know, I I need to, you know, see what's going on. I need to make sure. Um, I need to keep you know keep my radar basically, on the things and how they're unfolding. And I was like, well, I have this seminar, you know. I really want to do it because it, I I know the the benefit of it is going to be huge 
even one thing from it is going to be huge i'm sure for me even if it's even if i'm going to take only one thing from it it's going to be huge and i decided to do it regardless and i was still excited um and yeah so the first day of that seminar basically because of the time difference i had to wake up at like 5 a.m and since it was 12 hour day usually go to like 6 or 7 p.m my time and the first day was absolutely great of course like it was just wow like if it was the first day what what else is coming what what else are we gonna do in the next three days um and i feel like that first day really kind of flipped things for me and um yeah, it was absolutely just life changing. I would say, and and uh, the person who did that seminar, he he addressed the situation and like brought the new kind of point of view that many people may not even look into. And for me, for to hear that, I feel like it was very. I don't want to say comforting, but it brought not only hope, because we can all find hope, pretty much. Anywhere, anytime, it's nobody can take it from us, right? But then it was something more than hope, and it was something more powerful and almost real, right? And again, like shifting your perspective on something is, is a huge deal. And it can save a life. It can it can kind of throw you into a complete other side or direction that you may not even consider at first. So, so that was that was um, also very influential. And then at the end of the day, we did a huge work on our beliefs, uh, core beliefs, the beliefs that are not serving us. Um, such like I'd say some people have this you know I don't know this idea about themselves or the world and it might not necessarily be true but they believe it so much because it was almost instilled in them or conditioned into them since childhood as someone who had a huge influence on them told that to them many many times and it became their truth or it became their story and for many years I mean I never I feel like it was very hidden for me but because I always thought that I'm pretty confident or I have this kind of healthy self-esteem in a way because that's what I wanted people to see and then you know through the seminar and through like reflecting a lot throughout the day and kind of processing it on my own and with other people I I realized that it's huge in me and it's been shown or particularly revealed this year or for the last year that um because it, it hasn't been covered with achievements or things that I could grasp on to to show that yes, I am worthy because I I achieved this or 
I produced that or delivered that or created that and or have this or you know externally right and when everything kind of fell right and it was just me alone right what is left and I and I didn't know I lost that knowing of my worth because I didn't have all those achievements being so integral in my life or playing an integral part of my life because yeah and uh, basically I started questioning and doubting myself so much because I didn't have that external validation anymore you know from my I don't know grades or degrees or bosses or supervisors or clients or parents or friends or whoever validating my worth and um, and I that's when I started working on getting back to my truth and my worth and what I'm worthy of and who am I without those things and concepts and stuff, right? And it was hard. It's still, I'm still in the works, I think. Because I'm just now accepting this idea that, you know, I'm worthy and I'm enough and I deserve regardless, right? And for my whole life, basically, it was not like that, yeah? It was, you are worthy if, or you are enough if, right? And then fill in the blank. And it's usually, it would have to come from the external source of validation. And uh, I feel like that's why I... push myself so much and so hard to to feel worthy and enough because I knew that without that I probably won't be <laughs> and it sucks it really sucks and there's so much there's so much that's been lost because of that race for love even love itself has been lost in that race and, you know, during the seminar, I think it was the second day or the third day, we were kind of like reflecting back on our life and our best moments in life and what we were particularly grateful of and the memories. We all have them, right? We all sh- share some some of those. It's like our best, I don't know, like your 16th birthday or your first I don't know, chocolate cake or, you know, embracing in a hug with a loved one, right? That could be, that could be a moment. And um, for me, going through that exercise and doing that, I might have thought about maybe like three things, (laughs) really, truly that I'm grateful for. And like, maybe only one of them was just pure you know, maybe something from childhood, like 
pre-child, like pre-race time and everything else. It was just like a, I don't know, you could be grateful for that, but at the same time, you're not really grateful for that, but because you feel like there was more pain coming from it than the bless, like the blessing. Because when, when, yeah, for example, when I got my master's degree, I didn't feel happy. I didn't feel grateful. I felt like I was dead, you know? And I was so much more happier when I finished my yoga teacher's training than I was when I got my master's, you know? Something to be proud, something to be grateful. But I questioned my... my, um, academic journey towards the end especially so many times and especially when you know I think over the last semester or so when I found out about or when the climate change has become such a big issue out there um, or has been revealed in in such a rapid way I almost considered even um dropping my my um uh, my my program and just enrolling to environmental science or something like that because I was just like we have to save this planet this is what's important and me sitting here reading sixty pages a day or writing the stupid paper or giving this presentation is not gonna change anything or help pointless and so you know when I was back to the seminar and me kind of reflecting back on my life and those moments and I was like you know if you kind of look back you can see so many cool things happening to me like you know dancing my whole life and then traveling with the family and then you know the grades are so high and then kind of, you know, get into medical university and studying to study clinical psychology and like all the parties that I went to, all the people I met and like moving or getting, you know, my, my shit together and like just changing my body so much and I went to like this fitness bikini competition after breaking up with my boyfriend and then in three months getting ready for this like English exam so I can you know I can enroll to the American University in Alaska and going to Alaska and started hiking and climbing the mountains and with my huskies and my my family and and just like being on my own in another country, speaking another language, reading a book in different language and writing a paper in different language and expressing myself and you know, and doing all this like crazy things and degrees and achievements and just met like experiences and still, you know, the meaning of that to me, you know, how what is my 20s you know did I did I just waste them you know did I 
sacrificed my 20s for these achievements that I didn't even feel proud of or successful or happy about. And that was such a huge awakening for me, like on this third day of the seminar. I was like, I gotta change that. I gotta, I gotta make gratitude. I gotta create gratitude. I gotta create this beautiful, amazing moments in my life that I can look back and be grateful for. Instead of thinking, when I get this, I'll be happy. Or, you know, when I, when this time comes, or when everything aligns, when everything's perfect, that's when I can sit down and be happy and be grateful. No, you may not up until that point, right? And I definitely wasn't. And I'm so grateful that I didn't live like 80 years of my life and look back and then I realized that. I'm grateful that at least when I'm 27, I can look back and be like, oh shit, like, you gotta, you gotta make sure you live the life of gratitude and not the life of something that should be giving you gratitude, but you are not really happy about it. So I decided to really improve my gratitude practice and my my focus on life because, you know, I, I have had this gratitude practice for almost, let's see, maybe a couple of years now when I at the begin, like it started from the beginning of the day, and now it's more like at the end of the day, I sit down and I write what I'm grateful for. So it started from like three things in the morning, and now it's like I I I like it better to just kind of not not uh, so to sit down at the end of the day or before I go to bed and just write everything from the morning till the the moment I I lay down to bed to go to sleep and write everything I'm grateful for for that day. And sometimes it's like half a page and sometimes it's less than half a page. And I've noticed that it's very interesting on my worst days, I'll write more things that I'm grateful for. And then it can actually kind of change the meaning I assigned to that day to like, oh, actually, you know, I overlooked almost, I could have overlooked so many things that happened, they were positive. And some of those things are very simple. And but at the same time, when... You compare that list to, you know, what happened during the day or how the day went. It actually, you know, changes your perspective on that day in a way. And I love that. I love that practice. And I thought that's enough, right? I thought, okay, this this is great. You know, I'm still grateful. So it's my life is good. But at the same time, it's still, you know, there's still challenges. There's still things you go through. And, you know, there's more to improve in your life. So it's it's almost not enough. It's like, yes, it keeps me going, you know, it helps in that moment, but I need to create the life I'm grateful for. Not only notice what I'm grateful for, if that makes sense. And so, you know, through through this seminar I I changed, I kinda had this different view or perspective. There's more to that gratitude. You I almost want to notice like throughout the day I sometimes I I just get so excited or so happy or allow myself to even exp- experience those feelings and emotions throughout the day if something good happens, you know. And sometimes, you know, it changes the whole day too. 
So not only notice at the end of the day or at the beginning of the day, but during the day too. And obviously, right? <laughs> but then you got, you almost have to teach yourself, condition yourself to do that because most of us, we don't, right? And um, yeah, and then also, you know, look back more on those positive memories and great memories too. And that's in the works. I'm kind of, I'm growing into that practice. So I, I definitely want to improve my gratitude practice more. Um, I feel like I did some work on my belief. Um, and what's really cool, I, I, I got to share that. I think I shared that in my my Instagram video where I, I, I break the board, like the, the wooden board with my bare hand. And on that board is... Um, I wrote my limiting belief and I broke it, right? And then on the other side, I wrote um, my new belief about myself and I combined those parts together. And gosh, like this moment, like the end of the day, the end of the 12 hour first day of the seminar, um, while this whole thing is going on in the outside world and, you know, and that's still affecting me. I was still able to do something absolutely unbelievable to me. Like, I would never think that I can do that, right? Like, you, you, you kind of sense, like, oh, I guess I can do it. But then you have this, like, feeling, like, what if I break my wrist? What if, you know, it doesn't break? What if, you know, what if I can't, right? And then when you do actually break that board, and when I did... um. I felt such a liberating feeling, like something left my body, <laughs> like almost, if you compare it, I don't know, maybe like, yeah, like something leaving your body that, or just release this emotional, energetical, energetic release, and just, oh, you know, just like a deep breath. Your body just like, you know, there's no more weight. And it was amazing. Like, immediately, you know, that feeling was followed by a lot of tears just like streaming down my cheeks and happiness that I haven't felt. Just the pure excitement and happiness, ecstatic feeling of just like, oh, you know. I I feel like that definitely goes into my most beautiful moments in my life. I would probably would never forget that and that was it. That was me breaking my my belief that's no longer serving me. That was me kinda like before and after, you know. And that's it. That was it. And honestly that day that was it, like, that's all I needed, I needed, I just needed to break that board, and honestly, I just want to break it every fucking day, <laughs> I just want to, I want to break more boards, I just want to do it every day to prove myself, to remember that I can do whatever I I want, you know, I'm capable, I'm enough, and I deserve, and if you, like me, have doubted, yourself before and had a hard time finding it in yourself know that it's there 
hope, I hope you have a moment with yourself when you get back to that truth and it's going to free you and it will change your whole life and your view of yourself and never forget that you are indeed enough and you are deserving. And then the last thing that I worked on throughout this seminar is my... It's kind of like we were trying to see what do we need to do or work on or improve or have in order to kind of close the gap between our like ideal dream life and our life now, right? Um, and obviously, you know, we, we all have multiple things to work on or improve, right? It's either career, finance, relationships, family, personal health, whatever. And for me, I really wanted to focus on, and we were actually focusing a lot on um, this gap between like your financial situation now and what your financial goals are, or maybe your business. And uh, for me, what was really cool is that, um, yes, I was able to kind of sit down and not be scared of, um, to look into, like, of be scared of being honest with myself, of my relationships with finances and money, um, and kind of like where I want to be in life. And there's a huge gap. And of course, it depends a lot on um, my work and career. But it also depends a lot on me. And I I need to be responsible. And I need to take ownership of that situation. And that was kind of like this first, like sitting down and just looking at it and being honest with myself uh, was that first step to it. And um, yeah. And literally after doing this like work and kind of like creating this new belief about or actual tapping into the belief that or disputing my old beliefs about money and finances and what, you know, I have and deserve in a way. After that was very interesting and I, I don't know how it works. It's bizarre and it's, it, it completely changes, changed my or it's changing my financial situation now and my relationships with money and um it's it's bizarre and I don't I don't even want to talk about it because it's it's crazy. And I'm very excited to see where it goes. Um and I'm super excited and it's again it's freeing, it's amazing, it's beautiful. And so I think the last part, so it's like, okay, finances and then also the business, right? And I don't want to call what I'm trying to do a business, but at the same time, I just call it like that because to understand it as is, but there's no, there's no even cell of me that wants to have business of yoga. That's not what I want. I want something else, but I know that I have ideas and I want to invest in those ideas and I want people to um, have access to those ideas. So let's just put it like that. And in order to have that, I need to not doubt myself. And I need to start teaching. I need to create a community. And I and then, you know, there will be people, there will be um, quote unquote, right, clients who would be able to appreciate and share those ideas with me. And I would be sh- able to share them with them. those ideas with them 
and I'm really excited and it's coming up and it's in the works and uh, I have like almost 10 minutes left of this podcast and that's where I wanted to start but I'm gonna end with this and I'm super excited and I'm just over the moon and I'm Oh, I'm just like, I can't wait because I'm so excited and it's all in my head. And I know it's in my head, but it, it may be different in real life. Um, whatever, you know, whatever happens, it's it's going to be an experience. It's going to be a, a lesson, I'm sure. It's going to be so many things. I'm just excited to share it with others, share my practice with others and hopefully, you know, get some energy back from it and also share and give and just be in a community and being in union and um, yeah just hopefully create the life I can be grateful for and have more memories that are positive rather than the memories of suffering and pain and regret and whatever so speaking of um positive memories so starting this saturday so april 9th i'll be teaching weekly hopefully right depends kind of depends but that's the plan so teaching weekly every saturday 9 a.m to 10 a.m uh in my dance studio that's the plan until it's warm enough and we can move to the park um, and I can start teaching outside which I'm really excited about I cannot wait um, so yeah that's the plan that's the plan um, yeah and so like like I was telling before I, I wasn't able to go to even a dance class I wasn't able, able to emotionally mentally like take a dance class and then I did took it like I didn't take it um and then I I met the dance owner again or the dance studio owner again and I swear like there's some angels out there just in my life and I'm so grateful for those people and he was kind of you know casually just asking me how I'm doing and really like asking how I'm doing and I was just like um you know <laughs> and I, I, yeah I was just like everything just hit the pause for so long and it, it kind of you know affected me too on personal level because I couldn't do many things so I didn't have many things happening in my life obviously so I was just kind of sitting with that and he was like well I guess it's time for yoga classes then right and I and I was just like of course, in the back of my mind, I was, like, screaming, like, no, like, are you kidding me? Like, what? <laughs> Who's going to teach? Like, haven't you known what's happening in the world, you know? But then, like, my heart, of course, in my heart, like, sincerely, I was just like, yeah, you know, it's finally that time. I can't be putting it on the side and or self-sabotage or let all the external things dictate what I can and cannot do, right? And also forgetting about why I'm doing this, right? And how it can be used even at, at those times, at these times, 
even. And like, I took that dance class and it was, it was so, it helped me to process so many of my emotions that I've been just stuck with. And I was like, yeah, you know, if there's a practice out there that's going to help someone to whatever, you know, their needs are, whatever, you know, whatever your needs are that you're coming with. And if it's going to help you to get there, to to get that, not not really satisfaction, but to match that need, to meet that need, I think at the end of the day, like, that's that's what matters, right? And maybe it will start from one person, then goes to another, and then more people, and then it will touch the heart of someone else, and open the heart of someone else, and then it will just kind of spiral and... Maybe it will change, change things, right? You never know. And I can't be sitting here with all of my gifts hiding and being afraid and de- deplete myself and other people from not sharing those gifts. And yeah, and I feel like this, this is the baddest time even if something happens it's not happening this week like next week (laughs) it's gonna happen for sure and so far so good um I had a little scare yesterday I was like my throat was acting up and I was just like gargling my throat with water and salt like the whole day and it's it's been fine today I woke up I was like okay okay (laughs) and um um something was continuously happening and I couldn't either print out my flyers or put them out in the community and today I was able to finally do that all you know it's just like I felt so excited so confident so just so good and so content about doing all this and I can't wait and I'm so excited to meet you uh if not this Saturday next Saturday or any Saturday after or in the park or in my one of my retreats or whatever I'm doing like I'm so, so, so excited to meet you and to share that, my practice and the practice in itself with you. So I'm over the moon about that. And like I said, if you zoom in to what's really there and what's really important and what's in you, you know, sometimes or usually it changes your perspective. It changes the way you look at things and obviously it points you into what what really and actually matters right <sighs> let's see okay so saturday april 9th and every saturday after that hopefully i really hope um 9 to 10 a.m i know it's early but you know what it's fine. The sun here rises at like 7 a.m. now, so you can wake up at 8 a.m., have your like water, get dressed real quick, maybe eat a banana or something, something really small. Please don't eat a whole breakfast before the practice. It's not going to be good. And just drive to the studio and the ground dance company in Midtown. Just drive there, bring your mat, bring your water, bring a friend if you like. And just spend this hour with me practicing on your mat and 
see what happens. I'll just put it out there or put it like that. I'm so excited to meet you and I will definitely share more on how this experience unfolds and what's going on and what's happening more in the next podcast that I hope will come out sooner than later. But I am happy I had a chance to share the moment of growth with you and the moment of commit committed action and decision and humility and vulnerability in in its core. <laughs> thank you so much for being here and listening and thank you for supporting my practice and me and my dogs. <laughs> um, I'll see you hopefully in person and thank you